0: Wheel of Fortune Turns as China Outdoes the West, September 13, 2009. China has emerged as the most significant winner from the global financial and economic crisis. At the end of 2008, many questioned whether China would achieve its growth target of 8% in 2009. Who now dares to do so? Cushioned by its more than $2,100 billion of foreign currency reserves, huge trade and current account surpluses, and a robust fiscal position, Beijing has been able to deploy all its levers over the financial system and the economy. Meanwhile, as one senior Chinese participant at the World Economic Forum's annual meeting of the new champions in Dalian noted, the teachers have made big mistakes. Indeed, Any visitor to Asia will recognise the West's reputation for financial and economic competence is in tatters, while that of China has soared. The wheel of fortune is turning. Three immediate questions arise. How has China responded to the crisis? Is its resurgent growth sustainable? How far will its recovery help the world economy? The answer to the first of these questions is... Astonishingly, according to data reported at the end of last week, industrial output expanded 12.3% in the 12 months to August, up from a 10.8% increase in July. This is also the fastest growth for a year. Behind this is growth of bank credit at close to 30% year on year since March 2009. It is no surprise, then, that fixed asset investment has also been growing at over 30% year-on-year since March, and by 33% in the year to August. Year-on-year growth for the second quarter of 2009 was 7.9%, up from 6.1% in the first quarter. Third quarter figures seem sure to be higher still. The expectation now is that China will achieve the 8% target by a comfortable margin, in February, March and April of this year, the consensus forecast of China's growth was only 7%. By August, this was already up to 8.3%, with a further 9.3% expected in 2010. Is its growth surge sustainable? In a word, yes. Inevitably, the torrid growth of bank credit and money is spilling over into asset prices, particularly equities. But there is surely little danger of excessive inflation in an economy with an appreciating currency fully embedded in a world economy still threatened more by deflation than by inflation, at least in the near term. Moreover, the government is solvent. As Premier Wen Jiabao noted in Dalian, and I quote, we kept budget deficit and government debt at around 3% and 20% of the GDP respectively, end of quote. Should bad loans indeed increase, China is well able to recapitalize its financial system. The concern should rather be with whether the growth pattern is desirable. In his speech, Mr. Wen stressed the breadth of the stimulus package, but its driving force remains, as usual, fixed investment. And this carries three risks – It is likely to exacerbate excess capacity, generating a need for still greater stimulus spending or a surge in exports. It may prove less than ideal for job creation, and it may thwart a shift towards a more consumption-driven economy. Finally, however successful China is in promoting domestic demand, it will not be the locomotive for the world economy. True, China's merchandise trade surplus has been narrowing. It was $35 billion in the second quarter, 40% lower than a year earlier. China's current account surplus is also shrinking. It may be down to 6% of gross domestic product this year, from 11% in 2007. Yet since it still only generates some 7% of world output, China is too small to act as the world's locomotive. Even halving its external surplus would add only 0.4% to aggregate demand for the rest of the world's output. Nevertheless, China's response to this crisis is globally significant. It has prospered while advanced countries have floundered. China has noticed so must its partners.